uh, let's kick things off and see how this goes. God damn it. Welcome in, everybody, to Craft Beer Republic. Thanks for joining. Thanks for drinking. Those are Flex's favorite lines right there. I am Greg, being joined by the aforementioned Flexipotamus. Flex, how's it going? Yeah, I'm feeling I'm a little stuck uh, back in time right now. A little, little delay. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think you've, <laughs> you've traveled back in time about three seconds. It's uh, It's super weird. Technology is escaping us tonight. We'll see if this doesn't sort itself out in a minute. Uh, and then even more exciting than Flex, every now and then we get a little more exciting. We're being joined by the head brewer of 14 Cannons, Nick Bordelet. Nick, how's it going? Great. Thanks for having me again. <laughs> Absolutely. We love when you hang out and get nerdy with us. Uh, this is my chance to complain about the beer world <laughs> to somebody uh, and, and talk about the nerds. And and it is a great excuse to drink our beer on the show again, which I'm doing. Beautiful. Oh, it's gorgeous, delicious. I needed a little coffee. Kind of hits all the spots right there. Uh, in fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about that in a minute, so I'll stop. But first, make sure everybody is checking out CraftBeerPoke.com and CraftBeerPoke on the socials, 14 Cannons on the socials, and of course, Flex Me, a beer underscores in between on the gram. All right, we have a lot to get to, so I'm going to get right into it with, uh, well, what I'm drinking over here. Nick's like, what the fuck is happening over there? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, that song needs more trumpet. Yeah. It does need more trumpet. Every song needs more trumpet. <laughs> we should get him to record one for us, maybe uh, at the festival this weekend. Uh, anyways, I'm drinking Morning Watch. You may have heard about it on the show once or twice. It's a collab between 14 Cannons, ourselves, and California Coffee Republic. It is a coffee Kolsch, 5.8%. And I just looked it up. It has a 384 on untapped out of 21 ratings, which leads me to my next. Well, first of all, we talked about it on the show before. I will tell you all. It's delicious. It's refreshing. It's great on this very hot day. And I needed a little coffee before the show. So I just went with this one. And I'm, I'm looking for any excuse to drink it, basically. Um, untapped. Nick, how often do you check untapped on your beers? It has been a decade. <laughs> do you ever look at other beers that aren't yours? Not on Untapped. I, I I won't. It's kind of like Yelp for for brewers. Like, it at some point it's just giving a platform to, to idiots, and, <laughs> and I, I can't let my mental health see what's going on with that. Yeah, I liked it back in the day. It was really nice to know like what you've had and if you liked it. And you're like, hey, have I had this one before? Like, oh, I have, and I I didn't like it, so I'm not going to order again. I think it serves a really good archiving purpose. But um, yeah, the you know as social media always goes the way of the a-holes so has untapped and so i was scrolling through the morning watch reviews and i found one guy robert who gave it a two and a half and said nothing about why he gave it a two and a half and then on the flavor profile he said it was uh coffee and smooth which to me first of all smooth is nick's favorite fucking buzzword but (laughs) uh that doesn't sound like a bad thing what's what's two and a half about coffee and smooth it didn't say like yeasty like leftover grossness he was probably surprised there was coffee in it <laughs> maybe 
<laughs> you know, because coffee uh, is is in the title like three times. Right. But right. Um, come on, Robert. Why didn't you like it? Sorry, I, I can understand now why brewers hate Untapped so much. Because I was like, that's not fair. This is a great beer. Why are you giving it a two and a half percent and not say anything? And now I sound like a Sesame Street character. Not fair. Or a Fraggle Rock character. Yeah, Fraggle Rock. Don't get me started on the Boston accent. A couple things to get to tonight. First of all, uh, there is a huge event coming up this weekend over at 14 Cannons, which I'm excited to go hang out at. Nick, tell us about what's happening. I think we talked about it like back in February. There were no details other than like some friends. It. We yeah. teased it, yeah. But we have Brews and Cruise, our first ever beer festival. Uh, 15 breweries showing up to 14 Cannons this Saturday. Nice. Um, pops off at 11.30 in the morning, goes to 4.30. Uh, tr- straight up beer festival format, all you can drink from a bunch of amazing breweries from uh, Orange County and LA, Long Beach. Um, I'm really excited to have a bunch of beer from Green Cheek and mm-hmm. Rad Beer, Rip, Hop Saint, Sandbox, to name a few. Um, Long Beach Beer Lab. So, a um, bunch of cool guys that uh, hard to find up in our neck of the woods. Yes. And, yeah. The West Lake Thousand Oaks area, yeah. Yeah, Green Street doesn't usually uh, travel far and wide. No, no, they're, they don't need to because their beer is so good. <laughs> <laughs> that is <laughs> Must true. be a great problem to have, yeah. Yeah, it's a fun mix of like, a co- there's a few breweries in there that I, I don't know, and then there's a few like Rip and Green Cheek and Lawless where I'm like, all right, good stuff coming up uh, to West Lake. It's kind of fun. Yeah, I'm super excited. Yeah, I've never had anything from Dueling Ducks. They're going to be there. Hmm. Um, that'll be cool. Bearded Tang. Um, I've had like one beer of, and I, I hear a lot of Bearded Tang buzz, so I'm excited to try their beers out. Yeah, I only know about them through you, really. Yeah. And even better, or as good as all the beer that's going to be there, is the uh, musical talent that'll be on stage. We're going to have some fun live entertainment. Um, we have three bands playing, we'll have a DJ going, and one of those bands will be my ska band, the Scuba Kids. Nice. Check us out on all the music stuff. We're streaming on everything, <laughs> Spotify, Apple Music, what what have you. Yeah, the Scuba Kids um, on the Gram. The, the Scuba Kids, yeah, check us out on the Gram. And um, been a ska band for 20 years. I'm the newcomer to the ska band. Damn. All original ska stuff. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And I think one of the, the few opportunities you'll ever have to see a brewmaster geek out on trumpet. So. <laughs> Nerd out on beer and geek out on, yeah. tra- on trumpet. Yeah, there, there's a pattern here. Yeah. Do you ever watch uh, Portlandia? Love Portlandia. The, the 90s are alive and well in Portland. Like, I feel that's, that's what's right. happening with the ska scene these days in LA. Ska's alive and well in Westlake. <laughs> I'm stoked for it. That's right. Flex, are you a ska fan? Uh, you know, I, I just know like some mighty, mighty Boston stuff, <laughs> sure. uh, some real big fish. Otherwise not, not big into the ska scene, but you know, I'm, I'm going to stream some of this stuff that Nick's doing. Absolutely. Uh, get on a flight coming out for the, uh, for the beer festival on Saturday. So May 21st, uh, tickets head over to 14 cannons. We actually have a link in our bio too on the gram, uh, crappy Republic. If you, if you can't find 14 cannons for some reason, uh, and friend of 14, all one word, and that's one four, will get you uh, 14% off uh, your ticket price there. VIP. Ooh, discount code. Yeah. Or VIP, uh, regular VIP. So whatever you're going for, it works on both tickets. And I <laughs> I had someone hit me up and go, I can't find where to put the promo code. Uh, when you're selecting your type of ticket, it's in like the upper left region. It's yeah, Eventbrite's trying to hide it on us. They are. They're, they're trying to get but... the full commission from that one. They don't want to hook it yeah. up. So. 
As soon as you click on tickets, the top of the next page will say event uh, or promo code. So yeah, it's click it's, on that. It's like above the actual ticket choices. So uh, yeah, it's sneaky event, right? Yeah. <laughs> How dare they? So uh, hit us up if you can't find it. But uh, yeah, uh, friend of fourteen. I'll be there. Nick will be there. Uh, we'll be chilling in the beer area with uh, the Sicilian beer kitten. She'll be there. She she's like, make sure you talk about me. I was like, fine, I will talk about you. You will be there. We'll be hanging out. So. In fact, it was four years ago this week that her and I did a live podcast out in Ventura. So uh, we'll be reuniting one more time. I think people are more excited to get a selfie with the Sicilian beer kit <laughs> than they are to see me tr- play trumpet. So <laughs> I hear it's well, a topo. A to- well, wow, a toss yeah, up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, she's got a lot of um, uh, interesting followers, to say the least. Uh, anyways, so come on out uh, May 21st, 14 Cannons. What is it, VIP at 1130, regular at 1230? Yep. Yep. Wow, I can't believe I remembered that. Uh, we'll be getting hydrated, so come hang out, have some good beer, have some morning watch. Hopefully, I'll for sure be there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and speaking of beer and nerding out and all that good stuff, question for you, Nick: What the fuck is a cold IPA? Man, it's an IPL. <laughs> it's straight up an IPL. <laughs> I've been... It is. It is a dry hopped lager. <laughs> it's people making <laughs> bad IPAs with lager yeast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, I've had some really good ones. I have, but it's it's just straight rebranded. It, it's the yeah. whole like jump on the IPA bandwagon thing. Like IPAs right. sell it's, and IPLs don't. Yeah, it's just super trendy. It's the brute of 2022. <laughs> I just love it because first of all, I've liked IPLs for a long time. What's better than a hoppy crusher? Like it's it's so right. nice in the summer. And this whole cold IPA thing, I spent um, far too much time googling the difference and found none. And then I like to ask brewer friends, like, hey, what's the difference? And and everyone says it's none. In fact, some have gotten very angry about it. If you're looking for a super crushable and clear IPA, there's also like this whole category called West Coast IPA <laughs> that I feel like has been <laughs> ignored for so long. What is, what is this West Coast you speak of? Uh, yeah, nice and clear and crisp and refreshing. Right. And if that's a little yeah. too big for Hit you. some of those today myself. Nice. There we go. And if those are a little too big for you, there's always a West Coast pale. You don't need to go IPL, but uh, IPLs are good in the summer. I, I like the uh, the crushability of them and the lower Absolutely. ABV. Yeah, yeah, pales are few and far in between now, man. With all with all the haze craze, it's 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 almost you're lucky to find a regular pale. It's true. I had a 14 cannons pale at my wedding. Everybody needs a pale ale on tap. Like it's it's necessary. I got to bring that beer back, please. I, I, I do I do miss that pale. Yeah, so good, so crushable like we said just fucking disappeared that was by about a pint and a half the second favorite beer at my wedding of four beers we uh at the end of the wedding we had four kegs left over and so we just picked the the, the lightest keg and started icing it down and that was nighthawk from Ennegrin. and we got about a half a pint and then it blew and it took like 12 hours to ice down oh man and then like all right we'll try the second one so we then it was the pale the 14 pale Iced it down, took like 12 hours to, you know, like cool it down with ice in a bucket and got like two pints out of it. That one blew. I was like, fuck this. We're buying a kegerator. And then the uh, we, we, we killed the other two kegs. I was so annoyed after all that time spent. It was a it was an investment just to have a couple of beers. But all right. So com- like we said, coming out May 21st, can't pound that into you hard enough. Easy there, pal. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, let's head over to Massachusetts for some ludicrous libation laws because we have some Massachusetts news coming up later in the show. Apparently in mass, the state law prohibits any kind of drink specials. For example, fixed priced open bars, all you can drink, free drinks, 
or drinks as prizes. All of it is illegal, which leads me to the question, can they have beer festivals? That's a fixed priced open bar. Yeah, unlimited pours. Right. How does that work? But it's also like, does that exclude like dollar off taps or like uh, brewery memberships or anything? You no, know, like it that? didn't go into such detail, but I could see that. I mean, that would make sense just as any kind of drink specials. Sounds like Massachusetts sucks. Right? And they're over there yeah. thinking they're better than us. <laughs> you think Sorry. you're better than me? <laughs> tell it to Tampa Bay, right? right. <laughs> Those fucking Van Duzes over there. Can't, can't even give me a discounted drink and you think you're better than me? <laughs> Nick, a little backstory. We spent 17 minutes uh, doing Boston <laughs> I, I accents. I love one how night. you remember the 17 minutes. Like, it'll just. So we, stupid. we hit record and then never started the show. And it was 17 minutes of really bad Boston accents and then, you know, 30 minutes of an actual show. So. Uh, That'll be, be released. I'm, I'm gonna have to work on mine for next. Appearance. Yeah, please. Let's let's all work yeah. on our. Bo- mine always turns into like generic East Coast. It's like a little Boston, a little New York, a little Danny Zuko somewhere in there. Yeah, mine goes super New York. Yeah, like no matter how. I feel Boston like I'm gonna starts. need like a, a case of Yingling, and, and then I'll get it just fine. <laughs> work on your Philly accent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we're uh, we're horrible over here. Um, modern times. Lots of news Oops. going down. We said it before. It couldn't happen to a nicer company. Uh, CEO Jennifer Briggs says, we will definitely be sold. We hope to know the future of the company of Modern Times by the end of June. So their hope, wow. yeah, their hope is that they'll be sold kind of as a whole and not pieced out and, you know, whatever. So they'll still be a, a brand. Does so that mean that, like, they're saving the name and everything? That's their hope. Oh, jeez. I mean, I don't know what Nick thinks, but I would imagine at this point, modern times, the name is probably more valuable than anything else they have. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's been hard for a brewer to watch because their team is so talented. They yeah, have so many talented brewers working for them. I've known a few through the years, and it just doesn't make sense that their liquid's always been so good. Their, their team's always been super talented. Uh, like all aspects of their team, like all their buildings have always been ridiculous and cool and they, they seem to have the vibe thing down, and yeah. it's been crazy to watch this. Have you been down to the Anaheim spot? Yeah, with a pool. With a pool, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do they I haven't gotten in the pool because you know COVID's still a thing, I right? Think, but uh, every now and then, uh, yeah. But man, so cool that a, a brewery opens with a freaking pool. Are they brewing on site at that location? Yeah, a really <laughs> nice brewery there. So when's the fourteen cannons pool getting installed? I'm gonna have to bug Marshall about that. <laughs> We need a pool. We need... <laughs> that would be unreal. Unreal. Well, our, our second tasting room that will be on the water. So I'm excited oh, for that. Can we talk about yeah. that? Sure. Let's. Oh, fuck yeah. Let's talk about news. Let's talk about the second locale. I, I saw the grand post of like the, the permit. It... Yeah, we snuck it out there. Um, we'll be opening this summer. Um, That's quick. In the Channel Islands Harbor. That's so cool. So super excited for that. Um, it's going to be on the water. So... What better for a nautical-themed brewery than to have some windows that open up to a bunch of sailboats? That's so exciting. Are you guys going to put in a, like a pilot system over there? Or? Absolutely. I have the pilot system all picked out. I just got back from the Craft Brewers Conference um, in, in, where was I, Minneapolis. Oh, yeah. And picked out a, a really cool one-barrel pilot system. So that's going to be fun. I'm going to be able to get super weird with, you know, fun brews and one-barrel pilot experiments. And uh, we'll be able to host a bunch of people brewing up there. It's R&D work and recipe development for the rest of the team. Hell so, yeah. That's awesome. Super excited. And on top of that, it's going to be in the harbor. So yeah. super exciting. That How much better rad. than being on the water? Yeah. 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 
You gotta you gotta somehow get a boat in the spot though. <laughs> you know, like I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> you have I, to I'm shopping. No. <laughs> I'll just take this 19 footer, no big deal. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Its name is D. I grew up with lakes, a little different than the ocean, so we'll see. Same, yeah. I, I like I got a wakeboarding boat. Can you fit that in there? Uh, yeah, why not? No sails. Um so what's uh you got any plans for like first couple of brews? Got anything? You know, I I found a new to I guess I always geek out with you on this show. Found a new strain of yeast Ooh. that I'm sure everyone listening wants to hear about new yeast <laughs> strains uh, from Berkeley Labs that makes uh, sour beer, but it is uh, Saccharomyces cerevisiae, so it's an ale yeast and spits out really really sour um, beer. So I'm, I'm excited to to play with new like genetically modified yeast strains. Is this the strain that like makes sour beer, but isn't technically a sour yeast or whatever? Right, exactly. So I don't have to worry about cross contamination because yes. it's not technically a sour. Wow. Um, so we'll definitely be doing some fruited sours. Nice. Um, coming out of there, that'll be fun. I also picked out a slushy machine. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the second spot will definitely have some beer slushies going on. So. Uh, Things that you cannot find at 14 Cannons in Westlake will, will definitely be up at the Channel Islands location. That's a sentence I never thought I'd hear you say. Yeah. The fruited sour or the beer slush? The beer slush. Both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as seltzer doesn't come out of his mouth, I think we're, we're all good. Right, right. I mean, but being on the boardwalk with a, a slushy and you put a little umbrella in there, sounds nice to me in the summer. Yeah, that doesn't sound too bad. What would you do? Just like slush the fruited sours? I'm going to get weird, man. <laughs> Slushy morning watch. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I figure we have so many great, you know, like Catorce might be a great base for that, oh, yeah. for that machine and throw in some awesome fruit from like Amaretti up there in Oxnard and that'd be fun. That's awesome. Yeah. I Back to getting nerdy on that yeast. I just heard about that. I think it was Monica uh, over at Petals and Pines who was on the show last week. I think it was her that was telling me about it. And that's like how they're doing their sours over there. Because no threat of infection. Yeah, I, I've never been a huge fan of doing the kettle sour thing. Right. Um, I've had some really good ones, but you know they can take like eighteen hours. They can take forty eight hours, and I'm not trying to like waste a whole weekend getting <laughs> a kettle sour beer going right. that like three people are going to drink. Right, um, right. So yeah, this this all these new yeast uh, strains are like kind of game changers. There's some really hoppy ones that I'm excited to experiment with. Um, there's a couple new yeast labs that are making like hop specific, uh, yeast strains. Like, so their yeast smells like Simcoe Oh, yeast smells like mosaic. Wow. Um, so that'll be really cool. And you know, you don't have to dry hop the beer and it smells like it's a dry hop beer. Um, because these yeast strains have been so genetically modified that, um, they're picking the, the esters that we want and recognize as all these, you know, fruity, estery, hoppy phenols. That's insane. Yeah, way over my head, but I'm excited to play with that it. That sounds yeah. like it's totally going to legitimately change the brewing game. Hopefully, yeah, we'll see. So, and and just on our scale at 14 Cannons, like I can't risk doing you know a 20 barrel batch of that. And oops, it wasn't that great. But with a one barrel pilot system, um, and we're gonna have four fermenters up there. So hopefully, at least four new beers a month. That'll be great for variety on the menus, and it'll be a lot of fun. That's so cool. I have so many questions with the yeast thing. I'm sure people are are just glued to their seats. But uh, <laughs> so would you like add hops in the boil and just not dry hop it? Is that the thought? I think that's the thought. Yeah, to save money on the dry hop. Is the yeast more expensive than regular yeast? 
Like, are you saving so money? So far, I can't really, uh, I don't really see much of a difference. Wow. Um, I think once you scale it, probably. Um, but sure. buying it on the one barrel scale for this pilot system, I think uh, it's just as economical as a normal yeast strain. That's insane. I don't know why I'm so excited, but that's, re- <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, ha- we'll definitely uh, have, have you up when, when we have our grand opening this summer and we'll get weird. Yeah, let's play with some beers. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, speaking of uh, big beer companies, Stone, as we all know, won their lawsuits. Great segue, man. <laughs> I know. I am the king of awkward segues. Uh, won their lawsuit with Molson Coors, and now they're being sued by Sycamore Brewing. We've covered it heavily on the show. Uh, the latest update is that... <laughs> Uh, and this is over the whole, the, the juicy, the keep it juicy uh, keep it slogan. Juicy, that's right. Yeah. That Stone is using Sycamore as a beer called keep it juicy. So Stone says that Sycamore's complaint against Stone is a sham and that they, Sycamore, stole the tagline from Two Roads Brewing in Connecticut. Now it's getting chippy. It's a lot of he said, she said. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sounds like one of those things where it's like, we pay more for our lawyers than you do, so if we can just yeah. confuse everybody, maybe it'll get dropped. Yeah, but didn't they uh, already win the case? No, they won the, the, the Molson Coors case, but not, I thought the, not the I thought Sycamore, Sycamore Oh, okay. Sycamore won an injunction, so Stone had to temporarily, until oh, the case okay. is over, stop selling it. Yeah, it. Whatever was in stores, they could sell out, but they couldn't make more with the, the, the logo and, and okay. the slogan, so that's where they are. Um, and some good news for the craft world, Moonlight Brewing is no longer under Heineken slash Lagunitas control. I, for one, did not even know this was a thing. And I didn't either. I'm not going to lie. Okay, good. I, I read it was like, das fuck? Like, who, when? I, I guess my, this probably happened when Lagunitas was still craft, so it wasn't a big deal. And then Lagunitas, mm-hmm. after that, got bought out. But anyways, Patrick Rue purchases 50% interest in Moonlight Brewing from Lagunitas. Uh, Moonlight Brewing is entering a new phase as it celebrates its 30th, 30th anniversary. I didn't realize they were... That old as well. That's amazing. Uh, Patrick Rue, a craft beer innovator and master Ciceronis, purchased half the interest in Moonlight from Lagunitas Brewing Company and will join with founder Brian Hunt as partners in the brewery. Brian will retain his half ownership and will remain actively involved. Longtime Moonlight brewer Zach Greenwood will continue his current capacity as head brewer, leading production team while overseeing innovation and expansion. Aaron Latham Ponick, sorry if I screwed up your name, Brian's daughter will continue as her role as operations manager, a.k.a. chaos management specialist, overseeing the day-to-day running of Moonlight Brewing, and Patrick will serve as in an advisory capacity and will direct an oak barrel aging beer program that enhances the integrity and heritage of Moonlight. Patrick is best known for his work at The Brewery, which he founded in 2008. He is currently the maker and owner of Erosion, a winery and brewery in Napa Valley. That's some cool news. I like, like we said, I had no idea that they were half logging into slash Heineken. Um, I've had their beers. I've had the uh, was it Death and Taxes or or whatever the uh, the Czech Lager they have is. It's, yeah, yeah, it's really good. Super good. Yeah, they, super good. They just collabed with Integrin a couple months right. ago. Great beer. So uh, that was that was all news to me. I I fell asleep on that one. Um, some sad news. In the craft beer world, Trappist monks of St. Joseph's Abbey to close their Spencer Brewery, saying that brewing is not a viable industry for them. Wow. Yeah, this is the only Trappist brewery in America. The monks came to the sad conclusion that brewing is not a viable industry for them. After more than a year of consultation and reflection, they decided that it was time to close the brewery. The beer will be available at its regular retail outlets while supplies last. The brothers, part of the order of... Okay. 
Cistercian sure. of the strict observance have been brewing and distributing beer in the Abbey since 2014. <laughs> My apologies. The beer was made with water from the aquifer below the Abbey and fermented a second time after bottling, which required heavy glass bottles imported from Europe. Um, basically they, they switch from, switch to brewing from making jellies, which I'm sure was a lot more fun than making jellies. Uh, and they will no longer be making beer. They, they, pr- they probably should have just made some hazies, right? <laughs> I, I think like the holy hazy line. Come right. on. Being on that side of the country. I mean, that would have definitely blown up. I just want to know how Let's one say, goes from making yeah. jelly to making beer. I just, I just, I just don't understand that. I guess uh, 450 North probably knows a little bit about that. <laughs> <laughs> They're still making jellies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we we just they they just started uh, distributing a little bit more, and we got some of their stuff into Wisconsin. Um, I tell you what, though, I'll never pay fifteen dollars for a two pack of beer. I will never ever do that. That I Whoa. don't care. Who- Is it actually being sold as a two pack? At least at my bottle shop or like my little my local oh, liquor okay. store, um, but I assume other f- like four packs and other spots are being sold for around twenty eight to thirty dollars. Woo! And that is just too too much for fruit juice for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Labeled as six percent, really two percent. Yeah, that's uh, that's not fit. Yeah, the it algorithm. does not fit the the flex algorithm. No, exactly. Wow, that's insane. Yeah, it's not out here yet. Uh, I know it wasn't four fifty, but. Here in the brewery that did like the Warheads beer. Anyways, oh, yeah. Ar- artisan yeah, they were nails. Going... Was it artisan? It might have been. I, I had so, some yeah. friends that like hunted it down and ended up paying. I think it was like thirty bucks for a four pack. And um, I had one of them, and it was fine. Kind of tasted like a Warhead, and that was yeah, it tastes like a Warhead. Yeah, it was cool, but uh, whew, thirty bucks for a four pack. You guys like? <sighs> Anyways, That's rough, man. Yeah, that is rough. Uh, and then finally, Apple files a patent for their iPhone, which will be synced with their car keys app thing that they have on the phone that will uh, be a breathalyzer or potentially be a breathalyzer. So Apple trying to get in the game of uh, preventing drunk driving. Well, good, good for One them. One more way right? they're controlling our lives. Yeah. <laughs> I say that as I'm as if I'm not a huge Apple user. I'm looking at two Apple computers, my iPhone and my iPad right now. So. Yeah, it's, it's safety first. That's all they're looking at. Safety first. Yes, indeed. But uh, interesting nonetheless. So. That is it for tonight. Nick, thanks for nerding out with us. As always, always. Yeah, I love uh, we can get nerdy and, and t- talk about yeast strains. and Yeast uh, strains and trumpet, baby. Like only we can talk. <laughs> That's what 14 cannons Come on does. 14 cannons is good for. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they should have that on the website. 14 cannons, showroom, brewery, and trumpet place. Be great. Uh, come on out on Saturday the 21st. If you're listening to this as it drops, that's uh, just a couple days away. Hang out with us for the Brews and Cruise Festival. Don't forget, friend of 14, get you 14% off the ticket, whether it's regular or VIP. Lots of good breweries, lots of good beer, uh, lots of good music, all of that good stuff. So do not miss it if you're in the SoCal region. Uh, find Nick on the gram at the Nick Borderland, and that's N I C N O K. Find 14 Cannons at 14 Cannons, as well as on the webs and all the socials. Find Flex, Flex Me a Beer, underscores in between. And you can find us at Craft Beer Republic and craftbeerrepublic.com. Hi to Vanessa over there in Florida. Hello, Vanessa. There it is. And uh, with that, I hope everyone is staying very well hydrated. And on that note, good night, everybody. 